0: Hi, welcome back to Beer Jesus with Denise and Rob. Tonight I am having a Twisted Tea Raspberry. It's okay. I never had one different.
1: Ooh. Well, on this New Year's Eve, from R. Shea Brewing out of Akron, Ohio, I'm having a double IPA. From them called Hot Getaway. They usually do really good beers. This one's just okay. I I might have left this one sit in the fridge too long. I've been passing it over. But. eh, I'm going to give it a 3.75. I bought it because there was a Jeep on the. On the can. I got my my jeep and i liked it so it needed to go on my can wall now it's going in the trash the can can already got it on the wall
0: oh so you've already had it before
1: yeah i bought that a while ago and you
0: didn't like it and you bought it again
1: no i just saved the can for the podcast about two months ago i had so many different beers to go through i kind of put this on the back burner It's okay. It's a little bitter.
0: I think this Twisted Tea is a little on the sweet side. Which, I mean, I normally like like sweet wines and things like that, but I don't know. It's,
1: I like Twisted Tea when it's about 90 degrees
0: out. Well, it's not even close to 90 degrees right now. In my fantasy head it is.
1: But... Well, it's New Year's Eve. And, you know, a lot of people were partying tonight. We don't, we're homebodies when it comes to New Year's Eve.
0: Best place to be is at home.
1: I was a kid with, uh mom would always take us to First Christian Churches. Big, huge. They used to rent out Wittenberg's gymnasium and have a big family night with everyone. And that was kind of cool.
0: It's the... Drinking and driving, I never wanted to leave and go
1: anywhere. But Wittenberg wasn't far from our house, so it was... Well,
0: that's true.
1: But... I always... One thing I always remember is New Year's Eve is always a time to reflect on the past. I mean... You see it every... Well, you hear it every time you go to turn on the radio, regular radio stations, like, Messages having the top 23 of 23... You know, all
0: the... I was there anything topped? <laughs> I don't I know. Mean, I mean, I love the message, but it
1: seems like all the songs they play is from, like, 2015 or older. But, anyways, you know, you have all the countdowns of the best of the year. And, you know, we can look back and see what we did good, how we messed up, how we can change. And New Year's brings New Year's resolutions
0: And usually by March you're done with that.
1: I'm not making any resolutions.
0: I never did either. Um, No, there's no point because if you don't start it in November prior to the new year, you won't even stick with it. So don't even bother.
1: But for tonight, for our podcast, I, I said, "What's our? What should be our New Year's resolution?" And we, and it should be to seek God. I think that should be everyone.
0: And that and the message God gave me last night would not let me go to sleep. That's kind of funny because you didn't tell me what this was about. And then
1: Kenny, who was who was on our Mother's Day episode, he brought up a verse I was going to use for the shed talk tonight in Second Corinthians five. So that's that's later on. But I thought I was like, Ooh, okay, wow. So I thought we'd go through... Psalm 34 and just kind of learn how to seek God tonight in the, the my particular Bible has a little thing above Psalms and it says the theme is God pays attention to those who call on him whether God offers escape from trouble or help in times of trouble we can be certain that he always hears and acts on on behalf of those who love him the author of this psalm is David. After pretending to be insane in order <laughs> to escape King Ashish. It's that, and you can find that story in First Samuel 21, 10 through 15. David was a character. We should do a podcast. Well,
0: if we always, I mean, if you act like the crazy kid on the playground, the one that you don't know if he's going to befriend you or bite you, I mean, yeah, people will be afraid of you. You don't know how he's going to respond.
1: All right, I'm going to get started. I will exalt thee or extol. How do you pronounce that word? I have no idea. Extol, it's spelled E X T O L. Whatever that means, the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. So all I got on for the, this is kind of breaking these down little sections tonight for the song, like we did before in another psalm. What I got out of them first three verses is we need to praise God. I mean, I think it's, we should do it Daily i i even when I'm not in the mood i still I still try to every day,
0: even when you uh, can't get the seal to work on the- oh
1: man, I was mad. <laughs> Let me say this: we went to Costco after lunch today, <laughs> and I buy lo- big chunks of lump meat like uh that when you would buy in the deli it's already sliced up, but I sliced it myself. And we vacuum-sealed the bags. So, I mean, I got like three months' worth of lunch meat that we put in the freezer for, if you figure in the bags and and a few other things to go along with it, we got $40 in three months' worth of lunch meat. I couldn't get that vacuum sealer to work for nothing. You had a
0: little fit of carnality.
1: I had a fit of carnality. I hate that thing. (laughs) Every time I try to bag up fish, it gives me fits. <laughs> <laughs> and the verses 4 to 7. Will,
0: you weren't exalting the Lord.
1: <laughs> no, but... <laughs> verse 4 says, I sought the Lord and He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. I bet that, that vacuum sealer <laughs> sought the Lord because he feared I was going to break him. Those who look to Him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. So verses 4 through 7, I said, no matter what troubles you face this past year, ask God to deliver you from that. This new year, I mean, I do that daily when I pray. If I'm having struggles with my anxiety and stuff attacking me. I know when the devil's trying to attack me. It's the same stuff. And I'll pray in the morning that, you know, Lord, give me the words to deliver me from what's attacking me. And it, it's crazy. i you know, I, it's usually when I pray in tongues, but that's, it's like I, not to be gross, but I'll hack and gag. And it's like, like a release, like, whew, and it's gone, but that, that's just an example for me, you know, just uh, there's a lot of times when I'm just like, Lord, just get me out of this, you know or whatever I don't know if Nisi has an example
0: when I, I pray and intercede I get exhausted um, I, I can't stay awake, but I mean, it, it's one of those where you feel like you've been up all night, it, it takes a lot out of you when you intercede for someone else or even yourself
1: back in 2022 remember how physically mentally tired i was dealing Yeah, with this before i actually went out and seen a doctor over my I, I tried to do it on you know prayer and stuff but and it, i had good times and bad times but god kind of led me it's like you need to go to the doctor and since then, I was so it physically exhausts me in prayer.
0: It will. <clears throat> it takes everything out of you. I don't. I don't know why.
1: It's, it's just. I don't know. He zaps the because you're coming out of your core, your Holy Spirit. just so using every bit that you got. Yeah. Verse eight taste and see that the lord is good blessed is the one who takes refuge in him and i say you need to get to know god you know read the word pray worship and let him bless you and i really and i have to add on to this because it just hit me today it's how god works as soon as we get to this podcast I'm, i'm He shows me something else I got to read or or add into. So I don't have it in my notes, but it's like, man, it's an Ezekiel. I tell you, it's just, it said, Ezekiel 3, verse 1. And he said to me, son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll. Then go and speak to the people of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he gave me the scroll to eat. Then he said to me, Son of man, eat this scroll I am giving you, and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it, and it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. God gave us the word of God. You know, this is his word. Get it into you. That's what he was kind of telling Ezekiel. was hey, you need to really dive into my these scrolls, which is the word, and, and get it in you. You know, when they say eat it, it's like, get it in you. And that's what, remind me of verse 8, when I just read it, it's like, you read this and you see what God blesses you with when you get to know God, it's, it's, it's I know it's changed my life. I've tasted that honey, it's good. Oh, let's move on. Let me take a sip. It's cold in this shed tonight. We got the heater going, but we, I, I wanted to get started, so it didn't get time to warm up. We do need to insulate this thing next year. So verse 9, fear the Lord, you, his holy people. For those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. When you are in God, you lack nothing. You know, God knows what you need and provides. What you need, what you think you need, might not be a one. But ask God for what you need. I mean, I uh we all want a million dollars, but that doesn't mean... God thinks you need it.
0: No, but he could teach you how to budget the money that you currently have to where you live as free as if you did have a million dollars.
1: And when I read Matthew seven, it's kind of like you talk, when we talked about that bait shop that went out of business. I'm not. I prayed on it. I'll see what God tells me. But Matthew seven. Jesus was talking something similar to verses 9 and 10. Matthew 7, 7 through 12. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to one who knocks the door will be open. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a snake? If you then... Though you are evil, know how how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. That's I just God doesn't want you to lack anything. I, I don't know, I think it's the same as when they talked about casting your anxieties on Christ, don't worry about anything. I I think we've kinda done that and I don't really worry about it, you know. We have everything we've been getting stuff that we've wanted, you know, I have to pay for it, but like upgrades on my boat, I mean I didn't need it, I wanted it. So I said, What the heck? I had time to do it. I mean, we all want things. Like, I want my jeep lifted, but I'm want to wait. Nisi wants new flooring in the house.:
0: Oh, I want it so bad I, I'll put it down myself. Will, I'll go to YouTube college and figure it out or call Papa Kenny and do what he tells me to do.:
1: Yeah, we don't want to <laughs> lay the floor like how I laid it, because I nope. did it without YouTube back in 2006 or seven. I don't know. I was I was trying to keep that. During that time, I was going through my divorce, and I was trying to... We had that stuff. Maybe it was earlier than that, 2005 or six. I bought it right after we bought this house, and it just sat there, and I finally was alone in the house, and I said, Well, I'm just going to get started on it. I didn't know how to lay flooring. I should have did more research, but it's lasted this long, surprisingly. It's barely. It's on its last leg, for sure. Verse 11. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. And you know, we were just did that peace thing not too long ago, but like John 14 verse 15 says if you love me keep my commands and i you know i, I really like the book john 14 I, there's so much stuff jesus tells but if you love me keep my commands and i think that's pretty much what 11-14 is saying is obey jesus teaching it's about respect look at the blessings in your life and and i always think is why turn your back on our father who provided you know we need to show him respect and reverence you know i think too many times you know after i got stuff from you know i got out of the bank you know had the financial problems i had back before denise and all this stuff he made a way and he, he introduced me to Denise, but then I kind of just turned my back. It's like, well, you know, whatever. I got what I needed. No, show respect to God. You know, He helped you, and that's where it kind of. When I sit here doing my notes, you know, that's kind of like, man, I, I actually sat there, sorry, prayed God, and said, I'm sorry, I didn't respect you the way I did. I should have. Oh, wow, we don't have much left. Verses 15. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to blot out their name from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. Excuse me. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from all of them. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Evil will slay the wicked. The foes of the righteous will be condemned. The Lord will rescue his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. And kind of just... I don't know what you thought of that, Macy.
0: I just see a lot of protection. I mean, if you think of in the realm of God being the Father, I mean, any father, usually an earthly father protects their children at all
1: costs. I know, I, w- I read through the book of Laminations this week. and. You can tell where I'm at in the in the old testament by what I use cause this God just shows me things and all that I mean and I'm thankful for that because He's helping me learn through the different avenues of learning I'm going through because I want to know this word. I pray about that. I said I want to know you God, I want to know your word, I want it in me. And laminations lamentations, is that how you pronounce it? Lamentation. I'm guessing. Lamentations. 52 through 57 reminded me of these last few verses those who were my enemies without cause hunted me like a bird they tried to end my life in a pit so just to give you a little backstory in of this Jeremiah was thrown into a cistern which was to collect water and stuff so this is what this pit is and they tried to end my life in a pit and threw stones at me the waters closed over my head, and I thought I was about to perish. I called on your name, Lord, from the depths of that of the pit. You heard my plea. Do not close your ears to my cry for relief. You came near when I called you, and you said, Do not fear. So between that and these, these last verses, I, I just came to the realization that we don't need to be afraid to cry out to God in times of trouble or grief. Just like the prophet Jeremiah did when he was thrown in that that pit, he cried out to God, and God delivered him from that. And for me, I remember when I was getting divorced from my Ethan's mom, my first wife. When she left, I was broke. I was alone. I really didn't have much to eat. The only way I got money to to eat because all my money went to bills and feeding my two dogs I I was la- I was didn't care but I would go donate plasma to get a little bit of money and I would go get back then Subway would have $5 footlongs so I pretty much ate Speedway three or four times a week buying $5 footlongs in between buttered noodles and eggs you know
0: I lived off hot pockets
1: but I was <laughs> <at> the- <laughs> yeah you did until I came here <laughs> but you know I don't know how many times I would go and sit in Ethan's room and I would just sit and cry out to God. I mean, I was in tears for help. You know, he listened. And God totally turned my life around. You know, I've made mistakes since then but God never left me and now I have a relationship with Jesus and that's what he wanted the entire time. But, I mean, I was... And I had... I got you know, during that time, I remember going out with this one girl and on the first date, we got in a major argument. I'm like, this ain't gonna work because at the time I made $25 an hour and I was filing, I'm in bankruptcy because she was yelling at me like, I don't understand how you make $25 an hour and you're filing bankruptcy. I I was like, listen, here. You know, I, I, I didn't call her, I never called a woman but it made me feel that way the B word I was like you don't know what I've just been put through the last few years and what <laughs> and that's why I think sometimes we need to you take a step back because you know what's going on in people's life but encourage people to cry out to God you know I I do that with a friend at work I've like, told her she, I mean, she has a lot of issues and stuff. And take it to God that's why I'm always nice to her I always say, hey, we still buddies, Jennifer? She goes, yes, Rob. Then, of course, I say, you want to fight Jennifer? She goes, I don't think I could ever hit you, Rob. You're so nice. I say, dang it, I want to get sent home. But anyways, it's just our joke. I do it to my friend Annie, too. We try to get EP'd every day, but it doesn't work. They don't want us to go home.
0: <laughs> i probably set you guys in a corner and after about 10 minutes, send you back out.
1: (laughs) So let's, uh, I figure we kind of tie this, you know, like what Psalm 34 got to do with New Year's resolutions. Nietzsche was probably wondering that too. And I said, how about this year, let's make a resolution to spend more time with God.
0: Make it a priority.
1: And, I figured I'd give you an example of what I do each and every day. And and it does take a commitment. I mean, who better to make a commitment to besides your wife? I used to wake up at the very last minute I could to go to work. I mean, literally, I pretty much had time to get dressed, pour a cup of coffee, and walk out the door but now I get up 45 minutes earlier than I would normally do and I'd get my work stuff together because now I actually have to pack my lunch every day I would have get my cup of coffee and then I'd, I'd get into the Word you know and I read I read out of the Old Testament and then whatever my devotion book I have in, in the bathroom, yes, I go to the bathroom to read work. Because I want to get a double dose in the morning. I read a little bit in the morning.
0: When the coffee activates, then he reads a little bit more.
1: And I read a little bit more. And after the, coffee, the coffee's done its job, I got about 20 minutes before I got to leave for work. Sometimes fifteen depends on how much, how long the passage was. In the Old Testament, I read, but I got twenty minutes, and I, I cherish that twenty minutes because I usually Nisi's already at work, and I have worship music going on, on the radio or TV rather, and I lay face down, and I just pray, and it's usually for about ten. Fifteen minutes in between there, and I just allow the Holy Spirit to flow. And a lot of times I pray on what I just read, you know. But this a simple act of just getting up a little bit earlier. I mean, it took a took a little bit. It was even harder when I was running, but I just gave up on exercise. But even at lunch, I changed. What I my routine. I mean, I, I'd still play some little bit of solitaire and stuff at lunch, but at lunch instead of just playing on my phone, I have a devotion book I take with me to work in a Bible. And I read the Word. I read whatever devotion that's in there for that day because one of those that has a daily devotional. I read whatever devotion scripture that's in there and then I've been I've been reading through the New Testament on that. So that's what I, and I take about 15, 20 minutes of my lunch, reading word and pray, and then I pray. And I, I hope to God that no one's around because I like, the, I just want the silence. I don't know if that.
0: I like having my lunch breaks by myself.
1: And, you know, I, I, no
0: distraction. I have
1: lunch at a public a state park. So you have people that walk and hike and stuff, but there's sometimes it's just so peaceful. I can just sit there, listen to birds, whatever, and just talk to God for a few minutes before I kind of have my final cigarette and go back to work. But what I'm trying to say is once you make getting in the word a habit, then it's part of you. And it's like for me, I can't start my day anymore without reading my my Bible. Denise, to tell you, I I'm actually in the word. Yeah,
0: it's not just his work days; he's every single day. Even if we're on vacation, he's still same routine.
1: I when we went down to the ark, which I still we still want to do in Noah's ark. I, I still want to do it. Episode on the Noah's Ark. It
0: would be cool to go there with Kenny because he has some of the building background.
1: Yeah, Jason, when you hear us, let's do a church trip to the Ark Encounter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when we went down there. I I took my scripture and I and I read it before we even did anything. When we went to New Orleans, same thing. And I wouldn't get. We wouldn't go nowhere until I was done with getting God in me. So,
0: yeah, this is not with me. It's harder for me on the weekends because weekends I kind of like let my hair down. But I do get up in the morning and read. Right now, God's got me going through the prayers in the Bible, so I'm bouncing all around the Old Testament and just really studying how people prayed because I want to perfect my praying. And I got a lot of questions, but I think. When I'm done with wherever God sends me on this, I think I'll have full revelation
1: by the end. That won't surprise me.
0: It's just right now, it's like, okay, God, why? Why did they pray that way? Why?
1: We've been using discernment because we both are in like a rut where we maybe need a change in some stuff. We really want Feel fulfilled with well,
0: I went through like a I felt like a dry spell where God wasn't talking and boy about one o'clock in the morning he went full force and I'm like I'm really tired god I'm really tired and he's write this down write this down it's like no just tell me I'll remember yeah I, so how I, much
1: did you write bring out your thing with about yeah, seek that you wrote down in church
0: yeah I,
1: you know where
0: um I asked I had not known what Rob was discussing this podcast on. I like coming in here not knowing. And the word God gave me when I went to sleep was seek. And I said, okay, so how do I seek? I know the scripture where it says knock and the word seek and you will find. But what does it mean to seek you? And of course we break it down into little acronyms and it's see God in his spirit and see through the spirit. I mean, you got to be in the spirit room. You cannot be in our human flesh. It has to be in the spirit. See him in the spirit. The E, exalt him in all your ways, in everything, regardless if it's good day, bad day. Exalt God. The other E, encounter God. So step into his presence after you seek him. After you exalt him, you will be able to enter his presence and then the K is for know him because you won't know him until you enter the presence of him and it was like let me
1: make a t-shirt out of that
0: now I get it because I mean I know if I, I lose something and I'm looking for it I guess you could say I'm seeking it but what if I can't find it Cause that happens a lot. I'm gonna put this somewhere so I I don't forget. And then guess what? When I need it, I forgot where I put it, and I can't find it to save my life.
1: So it's like this week. I even got an encounter from God myself. It's when I was reading that Lamination's three when He was talking about the pit. You know, I was, and I just said to God, I said, I thank you that you got me out of that pit I was in. And wouldn't you know, the song on the on the that was playing through the TV right after I said that it said the same thing it was a Phil Wickham song that came up and it said talked about getting out of the pit and I was like okay
0: well the vision I got when you were discussing some of the stuff that you went through and how you felt like God pulled you out if you ever I mean like a six eight month old baby sitting on the floor and dad walks in from work and usually you see the little baby propped up on its knees bouncing you know dad's home and they raise their arms up and what does dad do he reaches down he picks up that child and when we are in the lowest spot in the pit and we seek God, and we cry out to God. We are that baby that's raising his arms up. And what's the good Father do? He comes down, he picks you up. And there's my son, you know. He he embraces you, and that oh, that's gonna make me cry. It's beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. now before you cry, I'll I'll do our shed talk this week. It's probably your turn, but I'm gonna go ahead and do it.
0: I've got, I got, you know, I got. Bounds of stuff. I mean, he's been flowing and talking. Getting, what
1: are you going to do next week? Um, but uh, Kenny at work brought this up and and Nisi even looked at it. Isn't that what we're talking about tonight? And it's coming from 2 Corinthians 5 and I kind of wanted to keep going on with this New Year theme. And it's 2 Corinthians 5 16 through 21. So, from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, man, I just got the Holy Spirit chill. Woo! Therefore, what's it there for? If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, and as though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin. To be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So my shed talk. Oh man, I still got to chill. Whew. That Holy Spirit chill. Woohoo. God love it. Remember this new year that we are a new creation. The righteousness of God. Like I said, we are the righteousness of God in Christ. Let's spread the word of Jesus' love for us. And reconcile with him. It's not too late. My question is Jesus is ready. Are you? I was. I let Jesus come into my life.
0: i forewarn you now though. If you make a commitment to do any of these suggestions, you know, reading in the morning it's it's going to be combative. Um, you're going to wake up, be tired, and be like, I'll do it tomorrow. Or you'll wake up, and like Jerry Savelle, when he first started, said that he was going to wake up early in the morning and read God's word before he went in to
1: work. And... Or Creflo Dollar saying he was going to pray an hour a day, and about three weeks in, he's like, I can't, I, I can't get wore out. But uh, Jerry Savell,
0: he would go into another room because he didn't want to wake up his wife. And he sat on the bed and he was eager. He was going to read the word. And um, <laughs> he fell asleep. And he got so mad at himself. And finally he said, Okay, I'm, I'm not falling asleep anymore, God. I'm going to do this. I'm really going to do this. And he went in the bathroom and he stood on the side of the toilet or the tub. Because he said if he was going to fall asleep, he was going to fall and thump his head. But he was going to stand there and read at least one chapter every day, no matter what. He wasn't going to fall asleep. And that would... That would have to be me. I would have to be that, you know, stand on the side of the tub and not go to sleep. Because reading makes me so relaxed that
1: I fall asleep. Reading the word is relaxing. I mean, there's times, you know, I get distracted. Niecy's watching TikToks and I'm here. Or Mom's watching her show and I'm reading and I'm getting stuff out of it. But I'm here and I have to stop because (laughs) i got to ask Mom a question. What are you watching? (laughs) But I'm still committed to doing reading it
0: well by the time you get up i've already read mine
1: (laughs) you know it takes it it does take commitment
0: i do look for my inspirational people on tiktok because there are a few people that i follow i love above reproach ministry i like the way he breaks bible down he breaks verse by verse word by word and i've learned so much from him
1: I mean, I I listened during the day before my Cleveland Browns talk. I listened to the, I've been in the Bible Project podcast. I mean, I I know there was when I started there was 377 episodes. There's more now because so they've released more. But I've surpassed their 200 episode. Sometimes it, I mean, the, when you get in theology stuff and it gets real deep. And I've been praying about this, you know, because they get really involved in some of their podcasts. Because I want to know about the word, you know. Sometimes I, for me, and I was praying to God today. like sometimes I just want to take it at face value, what I think it means, you know. Let you tell me what it means. I don't want to. I don't always need to know the deep theology and stuff. I just want to take what little tidbit he wants to give me for that day. And that's how I've been reading I take it both ways. I want the theology, plus I want to know what do I think it means.
0: Just stick with it. Whatever your plan is, stick with it. Because even if you mess up today, there's always tomorrow. Make a commitment to yourself. Make a commitment to God and stick with it.
1: And hey, for the next few episodes I don't know how long we're going to do it. We might have some special episodes here coming up in the new year. I think next week we're going to start the Book of Jude. I, I kind of want to do some the some books of the Bible that they don't always teach out of. You know, you don't we don't always use the Book of Jude. I was like, you know what? Let's talk about the Book of Jude. So that's where we're going to start off when the new year hits, and you can scratch another book of the Bible off that you heard through the Beer with Jesus podcast. So, with that, Nisi, pray us out. Well,
0: our prayer tonight comes from Maria Keckler, and it's based off Daniel 6, 22, 23. My God sent his angel, and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me, because I was found innocent in his sight. And when Daniel was lifted from the den, no wound was found on him because he had trusted in his God. And her prayer is, Lord, I cannot imagine how you can rescue me today, but I know you are able. I choose to serve you and trust you, no matter how your deliverance for me comes. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Until next year.
0: Yeah, until next year. (laughs) It'll be the longest that we...
1: (laughs) Hey, it's not far off. We've been doing this for a year. Just like reading the Bible every day, we stay committed to giving you an episode each week. See you next week. See ya.